house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless, when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. I've been practicing this because a little bit that I rushed. It felt like I rushed. It was good. I liked it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. Alert, alert. On the ones and twos, Joseph Ascani. What's up? This is episode 164, College Football Week 5, NFL Week 4. We bounced back in a big way last week in college football, and we still stink in the NFL. So we uh, have some work to do. I gave everybody on BetSperts my word that we uh, were going to make up for it starting this week, uh, and that's exactly what we plan to do. Before we go any further, hit subscribe everywhere. Big Easy Bets TV on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. It doesn't matter. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, wherever. It does not matter. I know you just saw it pop up on your screen. If you're watching on YouTube, big red subscribe. Just hit you straight in the face. Just click the button. It means everything to us, nothing to you. It takes two seconds. Um, we're going to hand out some winners this week. But before we do that, uh, we'll touch on what's going on in uh, – the sporting world and just the world in general. And then we'll recap last week, uh, a dog fight of a Saturday, but it was a good one. Yeah. Saturday specifically Friday sucked, but Saturday was good. Um, saints blow it against the Packers. I don't really know. Um, obviously Derek Carr gets hurt. Looks like he avoided major injury. It was week to week. Um, could have been a season-ending injury, potentially. Looks like he's week-to-week, week, uh, so that's good there. But you take a 17-point lead going into the fourth quarter, and you let the Green Bay Packers with Jordan Love score 18 points. What are your thoughts? I was hoping for the defense to get a stop. Yeah, I, they did, though, for three quarters. Yeah. You pitched a shutout going into the fourth quarter. I understand Derek Carr is hurt. I understand I, if you had to blame the loss on one thing, can't say Derek Carr's injury, what would you blame? Who who or what would you blame it on? I don't know. I mean, Coach. I was expecting the defense to get a stop, especially on that last possession that Green Bay scored. But you still you get the ball and you get a field goal attempt, but you miss. Um, I don't know. I thought they were too conservative down at the end. That's exactly what it Not was. Not only did they, did we kind of settle, we also were leaving a minute of time left. Yeah. It's like, even if we make the field goal no, they were at content. that point. They were content with taking the field Green goal. Green Bay still getting the ball with a minute left. So, I don't know. Yeah, in a perfect world, yes. You would like the defense to come up with a stop. But you pitched a shutout for three quarters. That should be You should be able to win the game at that point. Uh, you should be able to score more than 17 points. You should... We got a punt return touchdown. Mm-hmm. Offense scored 10 points. Yeah. Shahid gave us seven on his own on a punt return. Pete Carmichael has got to go. That's where I'm at. I think he's got to go. You have too many weapons. You have so many weapons. I understand Derek Carr goes down. The offensive line's trash. Doug Marone needs to stop eating fucking ham sandwiches, I guess. <laughs> Fried ham sandwiches. Uh, and figure out how to get these guys to block because they had, 
I think six or seven people, they, they posted a picture of it. There was like seven people there to block. If you count the running back chip and the edged rusher. And we allowed the offensive lineman who came in as eligible. Can't even remember his name? Cause he's not even like a regular offensive lineman. They left him on Rashawn Gary one-on-one. Yeah. I don't know why Ramchek went to help the guard. Yeah. I just don't understand. I don't, I don't think Pete Carmichael is He's not equipped. He, he's not capable of calling plays in today's NFL. I don't think you have yeah. far too many weapons. Kendra Miller was on the field. So I know understand Alec. I mean, uh, I understand Alvin Kamara is not there. You've got somebody semi capable. You have the poor man's Alvin Kamara. You have Chris Olave, who's one of the best wide receivers in football. Michael Thomas, Jawan Johnson. You have people to get the ball to fucking move the chains. Go down and score one time in the fourth quarter and we win. Yeah, I don't know what the hell happened on that second down when we threw it across the middle. There was like three wide receivers in the same spot. Alave put his hand up in a crowded area, but yeah, it's like once that play happened, they were like, "Oh, we're running it on third. Yeah, I just don't understand. I, it it goes to show you. I don't know. We we dodged a bullet with Derek Carr coming back. Sky's not falling. Everybody in the NFC South lost, so. We're tied for first, I think. Maybe I think we're tied. Yeah, we're tied for first. Um, I just don't understand how you don't how you blow that game. Yeah, and it's I, terrible. And, and I get it. It's a lot of things that I told Lindsay. I was like, the momentum's gone. When Carr got hurt, the momentum went out of the window, and it just had that inevitable feeling like they're gonna fucking we're gonna let them march down on some bullshit. And it's like there's penalties. There's uh, they were attacking whoever the hell twenty seven. Yeah. Attacking him. <laughs> when the fuck are we going to change something up? Or are you just going to keep leaving him on an island with Romeo Dobbs? Mm-hmm. Newsflash. He's fucking good. They don't even have their other receiver. He's the only guy you really need to worry about. Yeah. Maybe let's put Marshawn Lattimore on him. Or Elante Taylor, who played great. The defense is still great. They played fantastic for three quarters. You broke in the fourth. I mean, it's a demoralizing loss. I hope they fucking respond well from it um but we do this every goddamn year we do this every year we'll be it'll be late in the season god willing car comes back and we're doing well and we we have the easiest schedule in football and it's going to be like oh we're going to look back if we could have just got that game we wouldn't have had to play this team in the playoffs or we would have gotten like obviously we're not going to get a fucking first round bye but there's all it always is that one game that we dropped on some bullshit. It's the difference of why now we're going on the road and now we're it, it have a much tougher road. It's just aggravating. People are asking me. I had people multiple people text me like right after the game. Do you like Dennis Allen? Defense is fucking good. He can coach defense. Do you like Dennis Allen? No. The defense is good though. Do I like him? Would I rather McDaniel? Yeah. Not McDaniel. Yeah. Fucking Dolphins coach. Yeah. That squirrely little nerd. I'd rather him with his fucking earrings dialing up X's and O's, laying 70 burgers on the fucking scoreboard. Uh, Joseph, do you like uh, Dennis Allen? I like him more than so far this year than I did last year. Yeah, I would say that for sure. I think he's a little more intense this year. He seems yeah, a little more confident in himself. Yeah, he's he's fired up when his guys are fired up. I'd like to see a little bit of passion out the guy. He just seemed like a zombie last year. Well, you can just hear it in the press conferences. He fe- he seems like he's a little more comfortable. Um, he's out there on the sideline, like 
jumping with his guys. Like, yeah. I love seeing shit like that, but it, it, there's still something about him that, that rubs me wrong. We're just in a – we are in an offensive football league. The NFL is an offensive-style league, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Look at Belichick, great defense. You have to have an offense. You, the a dominant offense is more important than a dominant defense, without question. Yeah. With the way it's styled, with the the way they call the games, the what the receivers are able to get away with, what the cornerbacks are not, mm-hmm. it's better to have a dominant offense than it is a dominant defense. So, yeah, I do enjoy having a dominant defense, though, after all the dark years from fucking – 2011 and on till till 17. But uh, it is what it is. It sucks. It would have been really nice to hold on to that group. He makes the kick. We get a stop. We get a win. Cars week to week. We're okay. But it is what it is. We move on. We move forward. Uh, Travis Kelsey's dating Taylor Swift. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I like it. You do? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The way he said it. (laughs) What I I don't like like is... um, Kelsey with the band-aids in the Pfizer commercial. Oh, two, mm. two, uh, two for one. I know. You got to give and take, I guess. He's on my team. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can't agree with everything. But I think I think he's going to start going off if she keeps going to the games. I, it was almost like a done deal that Mahomes was going to get him a touchdown. Yeah, They're that good that they can be like, all right, I'll, I'll throw you a touchdown. My like, girlfriend's here. My yeah. girlfriend's here. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, I'm pretty tired of hearing about it, though. Like, uh, it's funny how really what I'm tired of is like the corny ass announcers where I remember last week when they scored against the Jaguars and they were like, oh, Travis Kelsey found blank space in the end zone for the touchdown. It's the name of one of her songs. And then they're like, we're going <laughs> to, no s- I swear. During the game? No, they were doing the recap oh, as I'm watching the Jaguars shit. lose Gosh. in my lock of the week. Yeah, that's bad. Uh, double dip there. <laughs> um, and then this week they're like, we're going to swiftly get you over to the yeah. the coverage of the game. It's like, shut up. Yeah, that's bad. Shut up, you fucking dorks. <laughs> nobody cares. I literally put on Twitter, I was like, nobody cares that Travis Kelsey's dating Taylor Swift. And then it was just like this barrage of women that I didn't even know we followed. Like Saints fans are like, uh, I do. I didn't even respond. I just said unfollow. Went down the line. Unfollow. 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 Fuck you and Taylor Swift. But I like Taylor Swift a lot, so I, I don't mean that exactly. Um, she can sing, dude. She's got some good ass songs. But I care about the football game. This yeah. isn't a reality show. It's not reality TV. I care about the Jaguars losing to the fucking Texans. That's what I care about. Um. Would you consider them a power couple? It'd be hard not to. Right. But top of their game. Are they even a couple? What? She came to a game. They're, they're just dating. You're a couple if you're dating. No. no. Like boyfriend and girlfriend. That's not what it means. This isn't high school. What you mean, dude? She's if worth $750 million. Dollars. He's Travis Kelsey. What? They're <laughs> not like, I don't think they're exclusively boyfriend and girlfriend. Well, if they are. If they, if they end up, yeah, I, I would say, yeah, it's a power couple, would you say? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> it means she's the fucking biggest thing out in, in music, and then he's Travis Kelsey. Yeah. And he's double vax, flu, and COVID. Bam, bam. Done deal. Two and Gotta one. be a power couple. Yeah. <laughs> um, down goes Colorado. You saw Keyshawn Johnson's comments. Yeah. What are we talking about? <laughs> 
I, I quote tweeted it and was Keyshawn Keyshawn Johnson. Love him because he loves Michael Thomas. It's his is uh Michael Thomas's uncle. He came out and said that other coaches want to see Dion lose, so they conspired against him. They gave out the blueprint on how to beat Colorado. What do you what does he think they told him? No, I don't know. What does Keyshawn Johnson think that they told Dan Lanning? Like, really, what can they say? Hey, run the ball. Because your fucking offensive line outweighs their defensive line by hundreds of pounds. <laughs> run the ball because Bucky Irving's five foot ten, one ninety, and they're not gonna be able to tackle him because they're not good. They're trying to turn all this shit into a reality show. Really, that's what it is. Ooh, they conspired against him. On next week's episode, find out how Dion retaliates. Like, shut up. Yeah, I don't They know. got beat because they're not good. And they weren't good. They no. overachieved. They played a good team. TCU stinks. TCU is far worse than expected. They played a good team and they got trounced. And we were all over it. So, uh, what else? Yeah, 70 for the Dolphins. <laughs> 70 points on Sean Payton's fucking head. He called Nathaniel Hackett. He said it was the worst coaching job <laughs> of all time last year. And then he just, first off, they didn't they just lose last week? They just blew a huge lead last week. Did they not? Um, Washington. Yeah, they had the Hail Mary and then they failed. Yeah, they were up 21-3. to And they lost 35-33. to Yeah. To the commanders. And now, fast forward. Playing the Dolphins, they get 70 dropped on them. 0 oh, and 3. 70 fucking points. What is that? A lot. That's a lot of points. <laughs> like, what is going That's the on? the most points I've ever seen. Yeah. No, how, the how far shy was it from the record? Two. The record was in the 60s. What the hell were they doing? First off, 72 points in the 60s? <laughs> um, Like, what, were people fucking serving in war? They couldn't. Put they couldn't field the full team. Um yeah, 70 points. Uh they were the record 72. They could have kicked the field goal for the record, but they knelt on it. Mm. I'd have kicked that shit. Dave was furious because he did a field goal parlay. It was like over X amount of field goals for like five different teams. He needed one out of the Dolphins. <laughs> and they knelt on it. Like, why are you making field goal parlays? You ask. <laughs> Um, the Native Americans, they're suing the commanders. And it reminded me, I have this shirt. They want the Redskins name back. <laughs> the Caucasians got them and they, uh, <laughs> they, they got mad and, and, uh, made them change the name from the Redskins. Now they want it back. They're suing them. They said they would, they wanted that. Like the logo is a real person. And so they were honored to have that. Remember when everybody said they were pissed? Yeah. The Cauc I've, been, I've been hearing about that. The Caucasians, man. The news doesn't report the, Caucasians the will same get you. news I get. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Who, who does that? <laughs> <laughs> Where do you get your news? Not from cable television. I'll just put it that way. The dark, the dark web. Yeah. Oh yeah. Info wars. Info wars with Alex Jones. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Oh, dude, that shit is so funny. It's awesome. He's an absolute fool, but it's like the fraud, the gay frogs thing. Turned out he was right. No, he is. He right. just said it like an ass clown. Um. All right, that's really all I have. Do we have anything else before we get into the recap? Um. No. 
All right. Uh, yeah, so we'll recap college football and then uh, get into the picks. Again, hit subscribe. We had a great week in college football. We started off very, very slow. Rough week last week. Um, and then a slow start when you add in Thursday, Friday. And then we got rolling. So just go down the line. Um, Purdue plus seven. This was, it was It was a bad pick. It was a bad pick. I thought that... I mean, exactly what I thought Hudson Card could do with his mobility. He showed flashes of being able to do it. Purdue could not stop the run if their fucking life depended on it. And it was it was so frustrating. And then all of a sudden, it looked like we had a backdoor chance. It was just... It was a brutal, brutal game. They lose 38-17. to 17. The score doesn't... I mean, Wisconsin scores 11 points in the fourth quarter. There was a chance that we had the ball, we could have went down a backdoor. Oh, that was the worst. Yeah. The fucking running back had it. Yeah. But he didn't know the play was still going on. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, what a fucking dickhead, dude. Yeah, the running back gets the ball and then just sits there, holds it like a loaf of bread. They come out and rip it out of his hands. Yeah. It was. Yeah, I live bet Purdue plus 18 and a half in the beginning of the game. (laughs) And the whole on that last drive, I'm I'm rooting for y'all to get to get the back door, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> the fucking running backs coming off, uh, running off the field with his mouth wide open. No, that shit. Like an idiot, yeah. eyes all wide. Um, what happened? Then I had San Jose State plus three and a half. This was one of the more frustrating games that I've been a part of in quite a while because San Jose State took a twenty to ten lead into halftime, I believe. It was, or was it 2017? I think it was 2017. It was 20 to 10, and then they let them score right before half. And then Air Force got the ball in the second half, and they proceeded to score 28 unanswered points. So they scored 35 unanswered points. Uh, if you count the final minute of the first half and the entire second half, San Jose State didn't score, and Air Force did what they do. They get a lead, and they sit on it and sit on it and just keep grinding you out. San Jose State couldn't get the ball back. Cordero could dice this defense up. He showed it. It was what I was uh, expecting and hoping. They were moving the ball to start the game. was feeling good. And then it all just went to shit like it does with the, with the military academies. So a bad pick. Uh, I'll, if there's Friday games, I tend to try to have action on it because who doesn't want to fucking get the weekend started off on a good note? Instead, you get it started off on a horrific note. Uh, fast forward to Saturday. So... Started off 0-2. We proceeded to go 1-2. We proceeded to go 4-1-2 on Saturday. So Florida State, Clemson over 55. We push on the number exactly. We go to overtime. Neither one of these teams really impressed me. Like I kind of, it was kind of a, I don't know. What would you think? You watched it. Yeah, I mean, I guess you got to be impressed by Clemson's defense a little bit, but um. Yeah, but if they don't get that scoop and score, great play. He's a smoke Klubnik. Yeah. But if he doesn't fumble that type of thing. Yeah, like, Clemson's going to win. But yeah. I'm saying Clemson's defense, to me, I guess I would leave saying that I'm most impressed with them because at the end of the game, it was just like fucking Florida State couldn't run the ball. They couldn't do mm-hmm. shit. They just were throwing it up to their big wide receivers hoping. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what they did in overtime. Threw it up yeah. to Keon Coleman. Um. I'll take a push. I can live with it. It's always better than a loss. Oregon minus 21. You were on the first half in full game. Domination. It was 21-0 in the first quarter. Uh, I think they scored, what, 42 in the first half? Maybe 
immediately out of the second half they scored it. It it was just completely outclassed. We told you it was going to happen. It was a long time coming. Clock struck midnight on the Cinderella story. Penn State minus 14. Penn State is good. Covered every game. I've been on three out of the four. They dominated. 31-0. Iowa, I mean, dude, Iowa couldn't move the ball. Mm -hmm. Well, what did I say about Oregon, too? If they have two, three and outs, it's a failure. Yeah. They had one. Very end of the game with the backups. I mean, it. They Colorado stood no chance. Uh, but, yeah, Penn State's good. Did you watch it at all? No. Aller's good. The defense is fantastic. The running backs, when you have that many running backs that you can just keep putting in and they throw it to them out of the backfield, and Penn State's really, really good. Um, Wazoo plus three. Jesus Christ. They jumped out to a huge lead, uh, allowed Oregon State to get back into it, but every single time Cam Ward needed to make a put a drive together, he did. So, And that was they lost, they lost Lincoln Victor, their best wide receiver. I think he hurt his foot on – why he's the placeholder for the extra points but he got hurt like the guy ran into the back of him they were speculating they think that could have been it yeah they lost him right away didn't matter because josh kelly's a fucking animal but yeah i can only imagine what would have happened if they could have had him too cam ward's good dude they run those comeback routes and they are like unbelievably in sync there was no answer for oregon Mm -hmm. state there was nothing they could do. He's throwing it as they're still running straight, and like it's just a ton of trust, and they're they're fucking they're uh, dialed in there. Texas Tech minus six, uh, unlucky Shaw Shaw, however you pronounce his fucking last name. He like broke his ankle in the first quarter, and then they go to the backups. The backups trash. Texas Tech's defense settles in. Texas Tech still has a chance to tie the game and send it to overtime. Uh, they en- ended up not handing it to their running backs that were having success. They decided to put it in the backup's hand uh, three times in a row inside the 10-yard line. So if that's the worst of my Saturday, I'll take it. Uh, Texas A&M minus 7.5 was the lock of the week. Consensus lock. The score doesn't even depict how it, – it took bullshit for this to get kind of sweaty. Mm-hmm. The The scoop and score, the fumble off the helmet, return for a touchdown. That was the only touchdown they had all day. This was domination by A&M. Max Johnson coming in and saving the day. I know. Not just coming in and managing the game. Coming in throwing fucking dimes. That As soon as he scored that second touchdown, I was like, oh, I feel so much better now. Like, it's kind of a tight window, but it was a great catch. Um, and then Ohio State. Let's talk about it. Ohio State minus three is a push. Joseph had plus three and a half. I think it went to three and a half that day too, right? Yeah, and then it was a consensus three and a half the the day of the game i think on that's Wednesday, what i meant that's what i meant the day that's what i available that's what i meant the next day yeah that's what i meant the day of the game um let's talk about it what do we think what do you think it was a good game well what'd you think like of the teams or <clears throat> your takeaways look good like i expected notre dame's defense to show up and i thought they did um but ohio state's defense looked good too yeah, so the way I looked at it, if I had to give like the player of the game to a position to a position group, it's Notre Dame's offensive line because there was plenty of times where they sent five, all five had a guy fucking bottled up. Uh, JTT um, number forty four, either he or Sawyer should have been a game wrecker because the left tackle is all American, probably going to be the first left tackle taken in the draft. Outside of him. There's not, there's not another one of him. He's far and away the best. So if if 
JTT's on him, then Sawyer should be able to have success off the other side. They didn't really. Notre Dame was able to put together more sustained drives, and then Ohio State kept kind of bowing their neck. But Ohio State should have covered this game, I think. Yeah. You get down to the one, should have scored. They won't run the court, the fucking push. Shouldn't even be allowed Jalen Hurts rugby scrum. Just run that, and then you run the jet sweep on fourth and one. Ryan Day's so lucky they won this game. Yeah, that was a, that was terrible. But he does that time and time again, overcomplicating shit. They didn't put train him in for any of those, and he's the one who scored the game-winning touchdown. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's talk about that. Marcus Freeman should be fired. <laughs> Marcus yeah. Freeman should be fired. It was back-to-back plays. Two plays in a row. You have 10 men on the field. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it loses you the game because they yep. ran it right where the fucking 11th guy would have been. Yeah. What? Well, like, what happened after the first time they had 10? Did you have him ready? Get 11. Get your fat ass the over play. there? Did you, did you have the guy ready? Hey, oh, shit. Wait, We're not going to run him out because we don't want the penalty. Okay, that play's over. Get the fuck out there. Thank God they didn't score. When yeah. did they have 10 before that play? The last two plays of the game. On the second to last play? Yeah. On the second to last play oh, and the wow. last play. Wow. I know what do you they mean? had it on the last play. What do you mean you don't want the penalty? What, are they going to move it from here to here? I yeah, guess right. they recognized it too late. and No, there is no fucking excuse. His had- argument is that he didn't want to run a guy out because obviously they're on the goal line, so the guy would be coming from behind the play, and he would be deemed offsides. No, so I get that. he didn't want to give a free play. I yeah. get they noticed it way too late, so they didn't run would, a guy they, out there. But would they have even... I don't know how they didn't notice it the play before or how... You should have 11 guys. There should be somebody yeah. that counts all the guys. <laughs> yes. And there is the literally... That's just where's the D-line coach? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Jefferson, you need to be on the field. <laughs> what the hell are you doing yeah. about me, son? Yeah. <laughs> on the line. <laughs> Dude, but it's like they ran it right where the right defensive end would have been. Yeah. They ran it right at yeah, him. I know there was no one there. Yeah. Dude. And he still barely got No, that. I know. <laughs> I know. But if I'm a if I'm a fan of Notre Dame, I'm like, you have gotta be fucking kidding me. Yeah, dude. I forgot about that. Two that plays bad. one time's one thing. Yeah. I, that that excuse makes sense. One time. But twice? Dude, that's the difference. That's a national championship potential difference. That's a college football playoff potential difference. You beat Ohio State. Oh, yeah. Which they played well enough that they could have and maybe should have. That's the difference of getting into the college football playoff or not. And you didn't have 11 guys on the field. Mm -hmm. I would fire his fucking ass yesterday. Yeah. Oh, I'd be furious, dude. Um, I felt like, well, one, I texted you. If you, I don't know why Jim Knowles didn't send more pressure. I mean, did you feel the same or was I crazy in thinking that? Every um, time they pressured Hartman, he put a ball up for grabs. Yeah. The defensive tackle, if it was anybody but the defensive tackle, that's a pick. Uh, he threw a screen pass that fucking uh, 44 should have nearly oh, intercepted. Yeah. That would have been a fucking done deal. They would have had it in like the 20. Yeah, I, re- I do remember that. He put the, he Dude, that's the biggest knock on him. He did it at Wake Forest. Ultra talented, can make all the throws. Will put the ball up for grabs if you pressure him. We saw it with NC State. And now at the, it it was, I felt like, I felt like Ohio, there was a lot of things that like the ball's got to bounce your way type of thing. The ball was not bouncing Ohio State's way. And then Notre Dame was able to compound that with the fact that 
they were able to run estimate. But as soon as as soon as Ohio State really settled in and started trying to put an emphasis on stopping the run, dude, Notre Dame doesn't really have guys on the outside. Yeah. So two freshmen, I believe, huh? But that's a problem. Yeah. If they if they bottle up estimate and they're going to start sending pressure your way, you need your guy to get separation and single coverage. Yeah. Marvin Harrison Jr. gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just like, I felt like McCord made some timely third down conversion throws. He's not elite. He's not he's not Stroud or Fields or fucking Cardell Jones even. Like with that many weapons, I, I they should have covered the game, I felt like. It was one of those like we should have been up and then it turned into holy fuck, I'll take a push. Yeah. Like and I don't think they have to kick the extra point if there's no time on the clock. I've actually I know for a fact I've seen it before where they waved it off and they're not going and they don't kick it. Yeah, I, I've never seen that. I know for a fact because there's a time where I got. I've, I've seen where they make them go out there. Like I've seen um, a kick a kicking team just line up and the defense didn't show up and they, yeah. But but I've also seen them storm the field though on like the walk off touchdowns and that's it. I thought there was a reason. Because they had to enforce something on the kickoff, like they still had to have a kickoff. They had a well, one no, there was second. one second left. They deemed one, That's but still, was, they yeah. could have lined up for a two-point conversion and kneeled it. Nailed it, yep. Because no, they're, it's an untimed down. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it is. I know, but he still could have kneeled it, and because there's a chance that that extra that point block. gets oh, blocked correct, and returned. Correct, for, correct, correct. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like kneeled. Like it's it really not the smart thing to kick the extra point there. Yeah. Because no, one second, is, you can't get in a field goal range with one second. Well, let's fucking chill out with all of that. Thank God he did. Yeah. But, yeah, no, I, I, um, yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, whatever. I'm glad he did. I was looking at the clock. I want to, I want to, like, see if I can pull up a YouTube video or something. Not right now, but later. I'm pretty, I'm 99.9% certain I, I was in a situation where, like, I need him to kick the extra point, And they're, they, like, the, I remember them, the coach was like, they were like, oh, he waved it off. He doesn't want to do it. Like. I don't think it's mandatory if there's no time left on the clock. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm fucking Googling it. I know if I was Notre Dame, I'd be like, you making them run this fucking thing because we <laughs> can get two points on this play. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but there was one second. Well, yeah, that's what we were saying. If but it was before they reviewed it to do that. We were talking about it. Oh, okay. So this says NFL football. I don't know about college. If a team scores a touchdown on the last play of the game, they were required to attempt the extra point. Are they required to attempt the extra point even though they already won? There is no requirement to kick the PAT in this situation. Game-winning touchdown with no time left on the clock. There is no necessity for the PAT, so it is not required. That's NFL. I don't know if it applies to college. Um, So maybe I'm getting them mixed up. I could be thinking NFL. Um, But, yeah, that's what it says for the NFL. I don't see anything definitive with college. Regardless, either way, really bad start to the week. Great finish. Uh, I go four, three, and two. Two pushes. When the hell does that ever happen? Yeah. Um, could have been a much better week. Could have been a much worse week. So, And then you started your week off one and one with Georgia State and the over and then rallied off three, oh, and one. You also pushed on Ohio State. Uh, do you have any main takeaways? I mean, we were on every single game of Saturday. Yeah. Other than your first half bet for Oregon. Yeah, Oregon, easy bet, easiest bet of all time. <clears throat> I, I think, could have jerked off 20, 30 times during this game, and it still would have won. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're 7-1-1 one, and one in combined picks. Yeah. I'm pretty certain. 
Um, what was your record, Joseph? Three and two. Three and two yep, brings you to what overall? Uh, it brings me to 12 and five. I had somebody message me about your Middle Tennessee pick. What'd they say? They were just asking about, like, why Middle Tennessee? Because I didn't understand why. It, it was it was t- telling me that, like, the number two and a half was looking at me in the face. We got people that bet just the locks. I mean, two and three, yeah. I wish it was more like my overall record, but, I mean, it's not, like, awful. I thought you went three and two. No, no, I'm saying two and three oh, last oh, year. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Um. All right, so. Oh, yeah, I've, I've, I've rallied off three locks in a row. You did? I'm doing that thing again. Wow. What's that thing again? Went a bunch of fucking locks. <laughs> <laughs> what was my lock last week? Oregon State. Yeah. Okay, well, I've rallied off one in a row, so uh, going to try to make it two. Um, let's see. Oh, dude. Did y'all see my over almost not hit? The Army in Syracuse? No, I wasn't watching it. Army just comes <clears> back <throat> and just one play, 80-yard touchdown. Like, towards <laughs> the end of the game. I think it was like three minutes left. Yeah, you never want to have need Army to score a touchdown for the over. Well, it's like, no. when does Army throw 80-yard touchdowns? Yeah. You know? So that was, I got lucky there. All righty. We will. All right. College football week five. Um, there's games Thursday, starting at Thursday. Um, do you have anything Anything for Thursday? Anything for Friday? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I do as well. We'll see if we're on the same. Again, hit that subscribe button. We had a great week last week. We're about to have another good one. Um, Nick said he's doing that thing again, so I'll let you. Lead it off. What's your what's your Friday game? Cincinnati at BYU. I was very close. I was impressed with Cincinnati's defense to only give up 20 points to Oklahoma. They did give up 425 yards. Um, Cincinnati, they're stuffing 26% of opponents' runs. BYU ranks 123rd in rushing offense. BYU is going to be one-dimensional in this game. I think the running ability of Emory Jones is going to be a problem for BYU, so... I'm taking Cincinnati, the two and two Bearcats here on the road, plus one. Okay. I was looking at BYU um, at home, but I, I I didn't take it, obviously. So I was interested to see which side you were going to lean in this one. Um, Joseph was distracting me, so I didn't. I, yeah, didn't, I didn't know what was going on. I didn't get to fully. Well, I was about to start stuttering. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Is anybody listening to me? <laughs> I am going to Utah, Oregon State. Try to get the week started off on the right foot. Is Rising going to play? That's been the weekly question for Utah. I'll tell you right now, I don't know. Uh, I do know Oregon State pretty well. I've watched them quite a few times this year. Damian Martinez is one of the top backs in the nation, but if he gets bottled up, life becomes much more difficult for or- difficult for Oregon State and uh, Ungalele. This Utah defense just held UCLA the 23rd best rushing offense to nine yards, 0.3 yards per carry. It's a little skewed because they're adding in the sack yards, uh, but they didn't have a single running back average over three yards per carry. If they can bottle up Martinez here, neither team has top of the food chain guys on the outside. No wide receivers in the top 100 of receiving yards. Silas Bolden's going to be the best guy on the field for Oregon State. 
He averages four and a half receptions. It's 97th in the nation. There's no go-to guy here. It's not much top-tier talent outside of Damian Martinez. There's weather projected early in the day, not so much around kickoff. I'm going to go under 45. Even if Ryzen comes back and plays, I don't think – we talked about it a little bit. We don't think this is – I don't think they're the 10th best team in the nation. I understand they've gone on the road to Baylor. They beat Florida, a shitbag Florida team that was in shambles to start the year. Um, I'm going to go under 45. Utah's going to have to lean on the defense. Oregon State's defense is pretty good, but they're going to need to establish the run with Martinez or else it's going to be a tough night for Ungalele. Like I said last week, like I said, uh, it's just the accuracy issues show up. They don't have dominant guys. They have the speedy guys on the outside. If you have corners with a little bit of size, you can make the day a little bit difficult for them. I'm going to go under 45. The chainsaws are going to be fired up. It's a tough place to go in and play. Even if Rising's back, I'm still on the under. Any thoughts? Did you look at it? Um, yeah, I did. I was going to take um, Oregon State here, but uh, it kind of the line got pushed past three, so I'm just going to stay away from it. I'm not even sure if Ryzen's coming back. I have no clue. <clears throat> but if he's at not, this point, great. I'm thinking no. He tore his ACL. Oh, you're saying this year? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't even know hmm. why. Yeah, I mean, they are 4 0, though. Yeah. But. It's just strange that he hasn't come back yet. Yeah. Yeah, I would lean Oregon State just I mean, this because... this is a guy whose status was up in the air yeah. week one against Florida. They were... The line yeah, was doing the same play shit. Or is not? He, it's every week now. It's like, uh... Yeah, I, I would lean Oregon State just because of how balanced they are. But, I mean, Washington State jumped out on them early. It was impressive that they were able to kind of claw back into the game, make it a game. But every team does that. They get a lead, and then they take their foot off the gas. Just keep your fucking foot on the pedal and and continue to do what got you there. Um, the fact that it's – I mean, if Rising doesn't play, the fact that the spread's as low as it is, Utah's going to have to have a good showing from their defense. They're going to have to because – and like I said, if you stop Martinez, I think life becomes a little bit more difficult. Uh, Ogilele's not spectacular. He's just not. He looked good in the beginning of the year. He's not bad. He he. You can win games with him, but if you're going up against a good defense and, and the run gets bottled up, I mean, he has inaccuracy issues. He missed a couple throws to the flat again. Same shit that I was saying. Like, those those throws you have to hit that you're going to get eight yards out of, he's throwing it at their feet. Yeah. So uh, that's my first one of the week on Friday. Joseph, do you have any Friday games? Under. You're on it as well? Yes, sir. You want to look at it again? Uh, I, I don't know if there was a 45 and a half today, but late last night there was. I don't um, know if you can still get one. Let's see. Best you can get currently, no, 45. Okay. I'm still going to take that. Um, if we push, we push. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like this one. Okay. I'm with you and in, in you're thinking here. I haven't seen anything that points out to him coming back. But they've said yeah, that but multiple they, weeks now. Yeah, but they also they they keep the shit close to the vest because last year we didn't know he was out, and then it was yeah. There's no telling, but yeah, no. I mean, I haven't seen confirmation that he's back. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, all right, so that's it for Friday. Yes, for me. Okay. All right, we move on to Saturday. You got any eleven o'clock games? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Clemson minus six and a half at Syracuse, like every year. Syracuse starts off undefeated. They never play anyone. 500 yards per game on offense means little to me. 
Um, for averaging over 200 rushing yards a game, the advanced analytics aren't that good. They're getting stuffed on 21% of their runs. I think Clemson may be able to control this game on the ground. Against Florida State, they dominated time of possession. I don't think Syracuse is going to have a lot of success running it, and I definitely don't see Schrader taking over here. I expect them to struggle against this Clemson defense, so I'm going to take the Syracuse team total under 22.5. Interesting, because I looked at this one for quite a while. Yeah, you threw us another little curveball there. Um, I don't know. Like, is Clemson going to give a shit? 0-2 in ACC play. Yeah. Um, they showed clearly they can hang with Florida State. Obviously, the defense is the real deal. So, no, I like the side you're going. Um, I was I was strongly considering the under. A large portion of Syracuse's offense is predicated on Schrader running. I don't yes. think he's going to be able to run. Yeah, he runs too much. It's like, why does he run so much? It's because... Well, I think Madsen's hurt, so their best wide receiver's out. I, but, yeah, he's not going to be able to run on Clemson. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to do it just because I didn't. I'm trying to stay away from the ads. I mean, I wouldn't add the team total under. I'm not, I think it's a good play. Um, I just don't typically put too much attention there. So I would literally solely just be going because you said it. I was strongly considering the overall, the, the complete under for the full game. But I'm not going to do it. It's, Fuck. It's, at Cle- it's Clemson minus six and a half. Um, I can tell you in one second. Yeah. They're sevens if you want Syracuse. No. I'm going to replace one of my plays that I have with Clemson minus six and a half because that's one I was looking at. And I agree with you. I don't know if y'all watch that Army-Syracuse. Yeah, you can get a six and a half or seven. I'm going to do Clemson minus six and a half instead. Uh, they only scored – like, they got off to a bad start. <clears throat> exactly what you just said happened against Army in the mm-hmm. first half. I think it was, what, 10 to three? It might have been 10 to zero. Army was up in the first half. In, in the Dome, so – I think, like you just said, I think the defense can bowl well here in this game. So huh. I'm going to take that as one of my picks. Okay, this line's dropping. You can still get a – okay. Um, I'm going to Florida and Kentucky. Do you have anything on it? No. Okay. <clears throat> Gators on the road. We saw them week one, an embarrassing sloppy loss to Utah. They were 1 of 13 on third down and had nine penalties. Since then, they're 3-0 and on a three-game winning streak, just beat Tennessee two weeks ago. On that stretch, they've committed 14 total penalties, no game over 40 yards. Uh, it's been like 35, 35, and maybe 40 yards. Um, so they're not committing a lot of penalties. They're not committing personal foul penalties. In those three games, they're 13-29 on third down. That's with a sleepwalk game against Charlotte where they were 1 of 9. Um, Kentucky comes in with the ninth-ranked Rushing defense allowing 77 uh, yards per game. You got to kind of do a deep dive on who they've played. The best team so far was Vanderbilt, 112th in the nation rushing. Uh, Akron, 120th in rushing. Ball State, 104th. And then they played Eastern Kentucky. It's an F- it's an FCS school who they were tied 7-7 seven seven with at halftime. I don't think that... I think Florida's going to be able to have success on the ground. They have a stable of backs with Trevor Etienne, uh, Montrell Johnson Jr., and Trayon Webb. I'm taking Florida plus three. I would get it quick because it's starting to trend down. I just confirmed, though, you can still get a three. It was certainly at three for a large portion of the day. I just don't think – I think we've seen Florida kind of get it going a little bit since the week one where they couldn't even figure out how to put the jersey on the guy and they had two people with the same number on the field. 
I think we see them establish the run here. Graham Mertz, he's Graham Mertz, but what are your thoughts? Were you considering Kentucky in the spot? Uh, no. Yeah, I wasn't. I'm taking Florida. I would consider three. Florida. Florida's defense is pretty good. Yeah. The one thing is they're not generating enough sacks. I would like them to get to the quarterback a little bit more. Kentucky's actually pretty good at getting to the quarterback. But they have too many guys that are able to run the ball. Uh, a lot of 200-plus pounders that'll fucking wear that defense down. <clears throat> getting three is too many. So, Florida plus three. Did y'all see that catch? Pierce all? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was so nasty. Yeah, he's good. Score he's one for the good. Whites. Um, Lift the shirt up. Yep. What's uh, <laughs> Yeah, for the Caucasians. Uh, what's your next one? LSU going on the road to play Ole Miss. Yep. Um, I got LSU minus two because some jackasses must have bet on Ole Miss, pushed that line down. Well, I got it. It was only two for a second. I think you can still get two and a half. Um, what is Ole Miss good at? Their defense isn't any good. Ask Tulane's backup quarterback. They aren't running the ball like they did last year. I think Jackson Dart's their leading rusher. And other than Alabama, they haven't played anyone. So, um, LSU's going to be undoubtedly the best offense they face all year. Defensively, yes, there's up and ups and downs for LSU, but Ole Miss has a knack for letting the opposing defense create havoc. I think like last year where we saw Harold Perkins have a big game. Yep. Um, expect LSU to create some havoc against Ole Miss. I'm taking LSU minus two on the road. Didn't we minus st- two and we a half. stomped them last year with pretty much the same personnel, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Um all right. I am going to Notre Dame and Duke. Joseph, are you on it? No. I was. You asked me to pull it up. Oh, that's when you scratch. Were you gonna take Notre Dame again? I was. But I kind of, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of agree with you. The more I'm watching him, Hartman does. As much as I love him, and I hate to talk bad about my boy, he does. He will throw that ball up, and you Duke, don't. You don't bet with your heart. And Duke, uh, or your Hartman. Duke at home, five and a half dogs. I mean, Duke's good. Duke's legit. So I was gonna switch to the over, <clears throat> but I like that Clemson pick more. So I okay. don't want to force something I'm not too confident in. I was confident in that Clemson game, but you were going to take Notre Dame, or you were going to take the over. But Notre Dame at first, okay. Then I kind of thought about the over, seeing it at 52. But I'm not going to just come up with something last second. I like the Clemson pick better. All right, well I'm on the over. Um, <laughs> I think. All right, I think. Back th- down. N- no, <laughs> just let me have it. This is my. This is my <laughs> journey. This is my journey. Uh, no, I think these teams are pretty similar. Obviously, Notre Dame's going to have a little step up in class and in, in terms of their guys, but Duke's good. They've got speedy guys on the outside. They've got Waters, a really good running back, kind of an estimate, great value. Uh, and then Riley Leonard's one of the best quarterbacks in the country. Said it last year. It's still true this year. They're four zero. It's a ranked matchup. You go home. I'm not touching the point spread. I'm going over 52. I think that, like we saw against a very good Ohio State defense, I think Notre Dame's going to be able to establish the run. I think on the back end, Duke is not as talented as Ohio State, so there probably will be some shots able to be taken downfield. And then Riley Leonard's really good. They have weapons. Um, Calhoun, uh, blanking on his name, they've got multiple wide receivers that'll be able to create separation. He's very good. Uh, He's safe with the ball. He's efficient. 52, it doesn't feel like enough, so I'm going over. Who would you lean, both of y'all, if you had to? I think it's a pretty good line. I don't know. 
because I could see either way. I yeah. We just we saw what Duke did to Clemson. We saw what Riley Leonard was able to do against that Clemson defense. Um, yeah, I would lean Duke, but um, you if, might be able to get a better line later. We'll see. If it was a touchdown, I would take Duke. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. It's it's going to be an interesting game. This is another sneaky good week. At first oh, yeah. glance, you're like, this week mm-hmm. kind of sucks. But then when you dive into it, it's actually not bad. What? How many total? How many more do you have? My lock. That's it? Yeah. I have... I told you, I'm fucking... I'm, I'm getting aggressive this year. Uh, I have one, two, and then my lock. Um, I got I to gotta pee. Go ahead. I'll take it from here. Yeah, I'm going to have to get, <laughs> let hear back on It's that. the last game of the night. Nevada and Fresno State. Oh, man. You keep saying these games I'm looking at so intently. Well, you didn't take it. So. Gosh. Uh, I mean, this one comes down. No, I mean, to be honest. I mean, you don't want to just keep riding the same teams. It, you can. You, but, I did it year one with Boise, yeah. and obviously LSU we knew was better than everybody, and that's why we had a fucking really profitable first year. Yeah. I was on Fresno week one. I've kind of taken a step back the last few weeks. I don't. I feel like, I don't know, I think this is a good spot. Nevada's really bad. Nevada's yeah. really bad. It's as simple as that on both sides of the ball. So it could be a little bit of a, a reach here. I have a little bit of worries about that. I will have about one or two reaches per week, it seems. But they allow 536 yards of offense, and they're only generating 310. Or I'm sorry, they, yeah, the defense allows 536 yards, and offensively they're only generating 310 yards. The quarterback is not a quarterback because he hasn't even thrown a touchdown yet. He's their leading rusher. Um, it's just going to be too much late night. You're going to have to stay up late. You're going to have to work for it, but Fresno State's going to put some points on the board. Defense has played well. They 53-10, to 10, uh, just beat the shit out of Kent State. They blanked Arizona State. And then we saw them go on the road to West Lafayette and uh, take care of Purdue week one. We were on the right side of that. So I'm going Fresno State minus 24. doesn't feel like enough. Um, but again, could no, be a, Nevada's bad. Could be a little bit of a reach. Yeah, Nevada's very bad. But there's, these There's like, a, what, 130 FBS teams? Mm-hmm. No, they on both sides they rank yeah, no, one ten or worse. They're bad. No, they're yeah. very bad. Yeah. And Fresno State's offense is legit. One thirty three these days. But it's like Arizona State's not is that very exactly what it is. Arizona <laughs> State's not very good and they covered against USC. Like thirty four and a half points. What's this one? Twenty <clears> four? Twenty four, yeah. Yeah, I mean I um, hear you, but Arizona State is is I think a lot different than it is. Yeah, just trying to jinx it, huh? Um, <laughs> no, bro, I was going to get on that one. I know. Dude, I'm doing <laughs> good this year. How you are doing jinx? good. You're leading the way without question, but it's that's that why. That wouldn't I, be a jinx. Mm, it might be a jinx. You added, what'd you, <laughs> did you add Purdue or were you already on Purdue last week? No, bro. I was on Purdue. Okay. Well, we were wrong. Yeah, um, I don't know why I'm saying that. Like I was yeah, proud of it. Yeah, we yeah, we shouldn't even talk about it. Um Oregon and Stanford. Anybody doing it? Hell no. I'm going back to the Ducks. Stanford stinks. Yeah. They don't hand the ball to EJ Smith, who was their best player. They're not good. I, I think you saw that video I sent you of Dan Lanning. Yeah, that was sick. dude, I would fucking run through a brick wall for Dan Lanning. And Colorado's players are ap- Shiloh Sanders is on crack. Not literally. Yeah. Uh, but I to felt talk, like that video was made for me. 
to talk. What do you mean? Like, good job, buddy. You knew it the whole time. Oh, I mean, I was on it too, man. Um, Lanning <laughs> looks like he's on crack. That dude is scary. No, I love that shit. That was scary. You get bro. those crazy like, eyes, yeah. dude. That's what I yeah. fucking want. You kept saying, yeah. 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 He's like, they're playing for clicks. Yeah. We're going to talk with our pads. He's headbutting their helmets. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah no, 27 points at under four touchdowns. I'll take Oregon. Uh, Stanford's not good. Uh, Oregon's very well-rounded, balanced. Um, Stanford lost to Sacramento. Um, got the dog shit kicked out of them by USC. Oregon's got a much better defense than USC does, and they USC only allowed... Stanford to score 10 points. They just lost to Arizona. They're on a three-game losing streak. They stink. Um, this is a similar situation here. What would you make the line if, if Colorado and Stanford were playing on a neutral field? Oh, I have no. I don't even know. Just throw something out there. Nothing? Yeah, I guess I would favor Colorado by a small amount. Would you? Three points maybe. I don't know. Then what are we doing? Lay the points. Oregon's <laughs> going to trounce them. No, but what I wrote, um, in, in all seriousness, I put them laying the points with Oregon. The entire planet just watched them trounce Colorado. So for that reason, like a lot of people, it's just more eyeballs on Oregon. So obviously the people, us, we watch it. We know Oregon's good. We knew what was going to happen. This isn't like, a oh, maybe they're good. But there are people out there that don't really pay attention to Oregon. And they're like, damn, they just beat the dog shit out of Colorado. So it's just more eyeballs, more exposure. If they come right back out and they trounce this team now, like Stanford stinks. But it's still the optics of it look good. It, it It's, I think this is another, they also have a bye week next week. This is a good opportunity. It's going to be, it's the bye week and then they play Washington, but it's not a look ahead spot. They're going to want to go into the bye week on a high note. They're not, you don't want to sleepwalk into your bye week. Um, I think they run it up here. I think they trounce them. So I'm taking, taking Oregon minus 27. Dan Lanning, I, I'd run through a brick wall for him. Uh, Joseph, how many more do you have before you lock? I just have my lock. All righty. I have one more and then my lock. UAB and Tulane. I am going to get right to it. I'm going over 57. I think this is a perfect storm. Pratt, uh, Pratt's a great quarterback. He was back last week. I didn't see any fucking thing about him potentially not playing. Um, UAB's defense is horrible, and UAB's very pass happy, and they've been able to put some points up on the board. They scored 14 first half points against Georgia, and then they scored a, a, a late touchdown. So, But they put up 21 points on what many look at as the best defense in college football. They've got Zeno. I think he was he with Baylor before. Um, I don't know. Anyway, he's on that. He, he's the quarterback. They throw it a lot. They throw it 30 to 50 times a game. It, 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 they're very pass happy. Uh, and Tulane should be able to really score as much as they want. We saw him against Ole Miss, um, able to move the ball with the backup quarterback. Um, yeah, and UAB put up 35 points on Georgia Southern. I know they're not world beaters, but UAB can put some points on the board here. Um, so I'm going over 57. Respect it. Alrighty. Um, so just locks, right? Yes. All right. Uh, <clears throat> you want to lead it off? Huh? I guess. Or do you want to keep the same, uh, the same, you want me to no go first? No one said anything about my lock yet. What do you mean? Oh, oh, oh. You know. But now, yeah, typically, yeah, we've been going, I'm first on locks. Do you want to keep it going or do you want to? It doesn't matter. The mojo matters. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep it going. All right, most important bets of the week. It's a lock, Kramer. You've had this thing under control for almost three years now. But it's a lock. 
They need that fucking juice. They need that next bet. They need. Come on, come on. Yes! <laughs> When they win, they go fucking crazy. again lsu minus two is my lock of the week Ole miss just shit the bet against uh alabama lane kiffin called one of the worst offensive games that you'll see time and time again he comes up short if pratt plays for Tulane, Tulane beats Ole miss they don't have anybody on there jackson dart is not good they moved the ball the first drive and then went stale for the rest of the game the final score of that game was not it did not indicate how that game was played the d line's going to get off early and often and uh it's going to be a long day for Jackson Dart. I think we see LSU. Same thing. I, I think we smash them. I don't. We should. You sleepwalk through Arkansas. I'm taking LSU minus two as my lock of the week. I think it just makes sense. And you're on it as well. So yep. that's, that's a good sign. What's your lock? Number one ranked Georgia. Minus 14 and a half going on the road to play Auburn. This point spread open this week at 16 points. Some money's coming on Auburn. Georgia has yet to cover point spread through four games i'm gonna get straight to the point i think that changes this week i get it georgia hasn't been as dominant as they've been in years past the offense has kind of struggled a little more they're laying more than two touchdowns on the road in conference play uh the success rates though on offense aren't bad on standard downs they're, they have a success rate of 56 percent and on passing downs 44 percent defensively i think they're still good Auburn is not going to be able to run the ball against Georgia. Georgia is stuffing 23% of opponents' runs. If Auburn can't run the ball, we know what happens when they have to throw. They don't have a quarterback that can do that. Um, this is really a big bet against Auburn, and I, I lied. I have two bets. One's my lock. Georgia minus 14 and Double a half locks? is going to be my lock. Auburn team total is another play under 15 and a half. Okay. Um. It's funny because, like, clearly we look at shit very similarly now because we've been doing it for a long time. I was so very close to taking it. We just got a front row view of how bad, of how bad Auburn is. They stink. They shouldn't have scored a touchdown against A no. and M. Now you've got a better defense. So are they going to find the end zone once? Probably not. Uh, the offense has obviously been a little underwhelming for, been a little underwhelming for Georgia. But yeah, I mean, what, are they not going to cover any game? Like, yeah. I just think it's a good yeah, opportunity now. The team total to me, it's not a very high number, fifteen and a half. Yeah, I don't see them scoring any more than two touchdowns. And Auburn's defense is pretty good. I guess you have to say so far, but Georgia might be the best offense that they're gonna face so far. A and M's quarterback got hurt, so Yeah, I mean what? They scored they scored ten points, right? Against A and M? Yeah, ten total points. Yeah, One they didn't, was it. They shouldn't have. St- they didn't they, score a touchdown. Yeah, they didn't score an offensive touchdown. And Georgia's defense is certainly better than A and M. So, I like it. Georgia minus fourteen and a half. I was very, very close. I'm not going to do it, but I, I, that's certainly the side I would lean. I don't see how anybody looks at it and goes, "This is a good spot for Auburn." I really don't. Who are they going? Whoever you play, Ashford's overthrowing deep ball wide receivers that are open, overthrowing by fifteen yards. Yeah, Peyton Thorne, the same thing, missing wide open yeah. guys. Yeah, no, that's what you you text and you're it's like, "Thank God be he like stinks." That. Against Georgia, except the guys just aren't going to be open. Yeah, he's just going to be covered, and that's <laughs> yeah. going to be an interception. Like you're going to overthrow. There's going to be a safety sitting yeah. back there. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I, I, and I'm in agreement with you there. I'm jittery from this fucking coffee. Uh, and then, yeah, going back to LSU and Ole Miss. 
why is the line where it is? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. They don't have big receivers. So it's like we have skilled DBs. We saw it against Florida State. They were in position. They just were out, they were outsized. Yeah, and last week against Arkansas, it was really the RPO drawing the linebackers to the line of scrimmage and throwing it right over them. That's what Arkansas had the most success with. Um, but really, LSU was in control of that game for mm-hmm. the most part after get going down early. But our D line, dude, our D line's a problem. Yeah, Spates was out last game, so we had inexperience at linebacker. Yep, with freshman playing. Uh, if they ran RPO, it looked like he was just run run blitzing. Yeah. All right, Joseph. What is your lock of the week? Kansas at Texas. I am going to the over sixty two and a half. Hmm. Um, this is two very good offenses. Um, Texas has a pretty good defense, but Kansas is moving the ball very well and scoring scoring well this year behind Jalen Daniels. He's played good, and Kansas is converting third downs at a very high rate, at a sixty percent rate, leading the nation. Uh, so I, th- I think Daniels can get him out of some sticky situations if that Texas defense does show up in uh, some third downs, get him out of those situations and move the ball downfield. On the other end, their defense has not made, played very well this season, giving up 23 points per game to much lesser competition. So I don't see I don't see Ewers and this high-powered Texas offense having any trouble scoring the ball this game either. This was very interesting because I, I wanted to take Kansas at the seventeen. Yeah. I was very close. 17 and a half, right? Uh, I see 16 and a half currently. Oh, okay. Um, I think it was at 17 and a half last night. But if I'm, yeah, it might have been. Um, I have kind of been impressed with Texas's defense, though. Yeah. What yeah. they were able to do against Alabama. Um, and then, like, I was looking at it. I did a relative deep dive on this game. I was super close to taking it, decided not to. Kansas has allowed a lot of points, but they're not allowing a ton of yards. They're allowing less yards per game than Texas. Um, they're not really allowing people to run the ball on them. I'm I'm definitely going to watch this one and pay close attention because I, I, it's like with Texas, you're like it's like you're an abused child. Like you've seen it over and over again. Where it's like Texas is good, they're back, and then they shit the bed and they lose to Kansas. When I was on Texas as like 27 point favorites two years ago, and they lose outright. Um, it's like I just got to – I don't know. I don't know if I'm ever going to get there with Texas that, like, I feel comfortable laying a big number. Um, but they are good. I mean, what would you what would you lean in this one? Because I really was – did you consider this one? I was super close to Not taking Not really, but – um, yeah, I guess no. No? I would uh, – it's tough because you just want to – I just wish Texas really – I mean, Alabama – yeah, defense plays well, but then you look at Alabama's offense and you realize they're just really not that good. Yeah, no, definitely. It, but then Baylor this past week, I think they scored six. Yeah, but their quarterbacks. Yeah, been Baylor's out. look same thing. Baylor. I think Texas is good, but um, no, they're definitely good, but I don't know. I I, I also am like, how much have people figured out Kansas a little bit? Mm-hmm. Granted, they're still 4-0. They're off to another good start. But they played uh, Missouri State, Illinois, Nevada. Nevada's dog shit trash. And it was 31-24. to And then BYU. And they made a pretty good comeback against BYU from what I saw. I think BYU was leading early. I don't know. I didn't. 
I just saw the final. There was just so much shit to watch. Uh, they were up 17 to 14 at halftime, maybe 20 to 14. Uh, but yeah, so they won 38 to, they scored 24 points in the second half. So, uh, and that's part of my thought process is I don't think Texas, Kansas will be able to slow down Texas offensively. Like these are much lesser competition than Texas offense. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you're going to need Texas to carry the legwork here for sure. Yeah. Um, you're going to know early. If 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 Ewers is struggling or Kansas is forcing some. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'll be a best. You're going to get an idea pretty quick. I mean, that is the thing about college football and the blink of an eye can flip and there's a scoop and score touchdown or something. But uh, And Daniels is good. I know he started. I don't think he started the season because he was battling injury, right? Yeah. Um. I don't know. It, it, this is definitely one I'm going to keep an eye on. I don't know. All righty. That is our best bets for college football and our locks of the week. Again, hit the subscribe button. We now turn our attention to the NFL, and it has been a disaster. Yeah. Um, Not so much for you. It was your worst week. You went one and two. Um, No, I meant like for college. Oh, right, right, right. All right. To recap – College football picks. I'm starting mine off. Utah, Oregon State under 45. Florida plus three. Notre Dame and Duke over 52. Fresno State minus 24. Last game of the night. You're going to have to work for it. Oregon minus 27. UAB and Tulane over 57. And my lock of the week, another consensus pick between Nick and myself, LSU minus two. I'm going Cincinnati plus one. Syracuse team total under 22 and a half. LSU minus two, Auburn team total under 15 and a half, and the lock of the week is going to be Georgia minus 14 and a half. Short and sweet this week, three plays. I'm going Utah and Oregon State under 45. I'm taking Clemson minus six and a half, and for my lock of the week, I'm going Kansas and Texas over 62 and a half. I think you can get a 62. Over 62. Yeah. Um. All right, we'll recap NFL. Again, hit that subscribe button. It's been a fucking shit show in the NFL. Let's just be completely honest. Even with Nick leading the way. Um, overall, as a podcast, we've been struggling. Typically, I mean, we had a great year in the NFL last year. So yeah. that's got to change starting this week. Uh, just to recap, Thursday, Giants plus 10. This game was fucking annoying. Uh Multiple tip balls that could have been intercepted that weren't. Fumbles on the goal line that weren't recovered. A lot of what-ifs. Giants stink. Um, Vikings in a pick em. <coughs> Another. It's just been, you got to get lucky in the NFL. You got to have the ball bounce your way. The, the margin for error is so slim in comparison to college football. The discrepancy in talent is so slim. The Vikings should have won this game. The final touchdown score by the Chargers was a tip ball off the hands of the DB for Minnesota should have been an interception. And then Madison can't hold on to the football. Uh, Kirk Cousins stinks. Vikings should have won this game, but they did not. Uh, and then the Jaguars, minus nine and a half. So, put here, put, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to issue a formal apology for giving out the Jaguars for the second week in a row. This was the worst pick that I've had all year in the NFL, and it will be the worst pick 
for the remainder of the season. Jaguars minus nine and a half. This quickly, quickly, quickly got bet down to like a touchdown. Just a terrible all-around pick. Jaguars struggled with the Texans historically. Not entirely sure why, uh, but they did again. They lost outright. So my lock of the week was the Jaguars minus nine and a half. They lost by double digits. They stink. Trevor Lawrence sucks. Uh, CJ Stroud's good. Better than he should be this early in his career. No excuses. 0-3 on the week. Again, I apologize, and uh, I will be better. Um, Almost made the Tim Tebow apology video. (laughs) I wanted to have a good week. It's something we've done here only a couple times, but uh, you'll never see anybody work as hard as me for the rest of the year. You'll never see anybody push the podcast as hard as me for the rest of the year. I will be better going forward. God bless. Fucking pansy. Um... Oh, and three on the week brings me to three and eight. One and two in my locks of the week. I didn't even give out. We didn't even talk about records in college football. Man, um, whatever, man. You went one and two in NFL. Yeah, trying to get fancy with your first half. This, this was Welcome the to bet. the losers table. This was the bet. <laughs> and all the 49ers did was convert nearly every third down in the first half. So. Yeah. That there went that. Um, what else? Saints plus two. You got oh, in yeah. before the line movement. Um, thank I God. Mean, this was two for most of the week. So, well, yeah, right there at the end because Jair Alexander was a late scratch. Yeah. There was a couple other late scratches, and then it went to Saints minus one and a half. I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you got that, yeah, not good. I mean, we talked about the Saints game. Yeah, we end up covering Saints cover their first game of the year, but then they lose their first game of the year. Yep. Um, Falcons, Lions over 46. I think there was 26. So we were just 20 shy of this. <laughs> well, the Falcons scored three. Yeah. Not good. Wasn't expecting it. Just hand the ball to Bijan Robinson. Hand the ball to Bijan yeah, and get the fuck like, out of the way. These rookies are going to do, do something, yeah. and they did nothing. Neither one. The yeah. Lions won't throw the ball to Gibbs. Throw him the football. He had one catch. He had 80 rushing yards, one catch. For the sake of my fantasy team, throw him the fucking football. But, uh, Joseph, you kind of had a rough week, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, come on, dude. Uh, Of course. Hey, let's switch it up. I was negative last week. Let's go into this positive. I got my first win of the year. Let's think of this positive, and let's go into this week positive. It's the only win you got in the week. It's the only one you got all week, and I didn't get one. So there's not much positivity. No, no, no. I got my first win of the year. Nick asked you a question. (laughs) (laughs) Not to fuck the week. What's your rank? (laughs) 1-11. Oh, man. Till further notice, I would take Joseph. I thought I first win of the year. There was one year I started like 1-9 or something. I thought that was bad. Yeah, you got it by the grace of God, too. All right, dude. There should have been a safety that (laughs) would have fucking pushed it over. Come on. No, yeah, we're struggling in the NFL. But, uh, I mean, we've said from the get-go, we we lean college football. Um, I switched it up. I switched it up this week because I'm going to be honest. I wasn't putting as much time in the NFL as I should have. That's changed. So, um, So, yeah, bad weeks all around. Bad weeks all around. So, we look ahead to the Thursday game. Lions and Packers divisional matchup. The Lions are back in prime time. One point favorites on the road. We just saw the Packers execute one of the better comebacks you'll see all year. 
Which way are you leaning? Um, I'm going to take the Lions minus one. I as, just think they're better. I'm taking the Lions as well. I think they'll be able to run it against the pack. You taking the Packers at home? Um, Lambeau Field, I mean. Hey, that's good. (laughs) Until further notice. Uh, Yeah, the Lions have a good defense. Yeah. and So the Saints. They do, yeah. And they played good for three quarters. and then But when you lose your starting quarterback, things get a little bit more difficult. Jared Goff's a good quarterback. They're going to give Gibbs the ball more. The Lions are the best team in this division. You know this who's division not? sucks. <laughs> the Bears are bad. <laughs> Who else is in the Vikings? Yes. The also Vikings bad. 0-3. Uh, yeah, no, I'm taking the Lions. I think I think that I don't even know what's wrong with Jair Alexander, but a short yeah, week. Either. Short week. Um, Spinal. You got to think. I think that the Lions are more equipped here. Uh, Jared Goff's been around a little bit longer. This is the first. It's a Thursday game for Jordan Love. Short week. Um, I think the Lions have the better defense. The Lions have a pretty good offensive line. Yeah. It's kind of the strength of their team. Yeah, I was surprised they weren't able to find more success on the ground last week. But Amonra St. Brown is a stud. I think he got banged up, but he's always hurt and plays through it. So, uh, But Laporta is really good. Yeah. Arguably one of the better rookies in the league right mm-hmm. now. Um, and then Gibbs, feed him the ball. Throw him the ball. I think they will. I think we're going to see more checkdowns to Gibbs. Wishful thinking. I think I'm just trying to speak it into existence because he's on my fantasy team. But, I I mean, I do feel good about the Lions this week. Joseph, you're taking the Packers. Why is that? A um, couple reasons. Um, you know I love a home dog. I'm a sucker for a home dog sometimes. Maybe a, too much. But uh, I thought I liked the way Jordan Love looked in the second half. I thought he was moving well in and out of the pocket and made a lot of good throws late in that game. I guess I should say more so fourth quarter than second half. Totally. But I think that rhythm will carry over here again. I think he's finding his groove, and I think he's going to possibly get some guys back. It looked like Aaron Jones is – like he was out there running full sprints before the game. I think they'll get their key player back, and I think there's a good possibility Christian Watson comes back this week as well. Uh, They get some guys back. And and we don't know about Jair yet, but that will be – a huge boost as well with, like you mentioned, Amon Ross St. Brown, mm-hmm. one of the top receivers in the league. So uh, I, I, I lean on Aaron Jones and Christian Watson playing in this one, and I'm hopeful that Jair plays. So a couple, couple reasons I like the Packers. Okay. Um, all right, we look ahead to Sunday. There is a London game, 8.30 a.m., Falcons-Jaguars. Are you on it? No. Is anybody on it? Please. What do you mean? Jaguars? Yeah, right. They dominate over there overseas. Oh, dude, I'll never touch them again. Um, Are you on it? No, of course not. Uh, you have. What's the crystal ball say? What do you mean? Somebody's got to be on this game. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I would probably lean the Falcons. Just getting points. Both got to go overseas. Jaguars look like shit. Falcons can establish the run. They need to. I'm not on it. Though. I'm going to go Jacksonville. What are they laying three? The hell? Why'd you just ask me my opinion? <laughs> Who do you think is going to win? I'll take the opposite. Um, so you're having four plays this week? Yep. Wow. I'm going to start betting on the London game. they got to get up early. I mean, I do like having action on the early games. Get your day started. Um, Jacksonville minus three. I mean, can they play any worse? No. Should I add it? <laughs> yeah. How good do you feel about it? <laughs> Dude. Um, 
They couldn't have played a worse game last week. Oh, trust me, I know. The defense played incredible against Kansas City the week before. The offense struggled. I'm adding it. I got to... Two weeks in a row? Yeah. I remember one time Jacksonville went over there and did pretty well. Yeah. Didn't we beat? No, we beat the Dolphins. A couple years ago. This was was ages ago at this point. But but. you don't think the NFL is going to want to debut B. John Robinson on the world stage? Yeah, I'm sure he'll have a good game, but it just won't be enough. (laughs) Because Ritter's their quarterback. (laughs) All right. Yeah, no, he stinks. Um, No, yeah, I mean. The Jaguars got to get it going. Yeah, they were supposed I to still be. I think they're good. I mean, I said they were good. So, so did I. Trevor Lawrence sucks. They just played a. T- they couldn't have played worse. They let the fullback receive the kickoff and go ninety <laughs> yards for a touchdown. I mean, that's not going to happen again. So you have one more than your lock. Yeah, you got to start getting more aggressive in the NFL. I got four picks. I mean, there's only a certain handful of games to pick from in the NFL. I have seven. Um, already gave two of them, so five more. How many total do you have, Joseph? I got a bunch of question marks, but I have two more in my lot. All right, let's talk Chargers and Raiders. Is anybody on it? No, I'm not going to be on it. I'm taking the Chargers minus five and a half. Uh, the Raiders, Garoppolo's in concussion protocol. Don't know if he plays. Even if he does, I don't really care. The Raiders defense, they've got guys on that defense, but it's not really spectacular. Mm-hmm. It should be better than it is on paper. Um, Justin Herbert looked great. Keenan Allen looked great. Keenan Allen's the best quarterback on my fantasy football team, but I think going back home, the Raiders are the Raiders stink. Let's just be honest. Uh, Josh Jacobs is unable to establish the run. He's having a really rough go this season. I think the Chargers were staring zero and three straight in the face. Very well could have. You kind of get a new life here. So go out and handle business. Chargers are going to start clicking and um, be a contender down the stretch. So I'll take LA minus five and a half. What's your first one for Sunday, Joseph? All right, let's go talk about this game. Broncos at Bears. Okay. I'm going to take the Bears plus three and a half. (laughs) With a little bit of hook. I'm on the Bears plus three and a half as well. Um, Yeah. I wrote next to it, this was almost my lock. Yeah. For only, only because it doesn't make any sense. Meaning, the Bears fucking stink bad. Like, stink, stink. Um, But so do the Broncos. I think... I I think three and a half is too many. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's not a good pick. Russ Wilson's a piece of shit. Yeah. (laughs) He really is. The Bears just got fucking bitch slapped by 50 against the Chiefs, though. So it's like... Yeah, that's more excusable, though. Yeah. No, I mean, getting 70 dropped on your head. You've got your left tackle who's like, man, I'm just tired of losing. He's about to cry. Garrett Bowles. Suck it up, you goddamn pussy. They were wondering if Tua could even play this game. Really? Why? A couple years ago, they were saying. (laughs) I thought you meant like this week. Concussions. Yeah. uh, Getting his head slammed into the ground. Yeah. now, Now he's the best thing. Yeah. No, they've you, got the sho- He got him with the f- fake shovel with the no look. <coughs> no, that was nasty. twice. That, that was, was oh, he did it twice. Yeah, he got him again. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, no, I'm taking the Bears. It's just one of those like they both stink. The Broncos have showed you nothing. Their defense just got embarrassed. You would like to think Justin Fields is going to do something, or else we were just completely wrong in his potential ability. Um, 
I don't fucking know. I'll be rooting for the Bears. All right. I hope Sean Payton gets run out of that fight. That's what I said. Yeah. You're not with us. You're against us. See you later. He's, oh, dude, he's getting mad with reporters. Like, he's like, I shouldn't have fucking came here. Like, it's not going well. Uh, Yeah, I'm taking the Bears plus three and a half. Do you have any specific reason why you are, Joseph? Um, Yeah, no, I mean, look, I think this could be, like you just kind of mentioned, the spot where Fields shows that potential that he was supposed to live up to uh, this season. I think this is a perfect spot for it, where he can run, use his legs a little bit, things he hasn't got going this year that he did last year that we saw all the – those flashes, I think this is a perfect spot for it, and I can see him having a pretty big game here. Okay. Um. So you have just your lock left, right? Or you have one more and then your lock? Me? No, Nick. Oh. Um, one more. What's your one more? I'm going to go ahead and take the Bengals minus two and a half on the road against Tennessee Titans. Okay. Correct. Not on it. Both these offenses are, like, playing. They couldn't play worse, you know? Yeah. I tried to trade Jordan for Burrow. He doesn't want to do it. Um, Burrow, yeah, the calf. I just think when it comes down to it, Burrow's going to be able to find a way over over the Titans' offense. So yeah. um, I think eventually Cincinnati's going to get click, and they just have too many weapons, yeah. especially on the outside. So um, Yeah, I agree. I'm taking the Bengals, minus two and a half. Their defense came up with timely interceptions yeah. and stops when they needed to. Uh, bottle up Derrick Henry, and it's going to be tough for the Titans. So, yeah, I, I don't dislike that. One, I'm adding the Bengals minus two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's I turn, am. Let's turn this ship around, buddy. Let's do it, dude. <laughs> no, this is one I had. That's I what you. Hear, <laughs> I wanted to hear someone talk about it. That's one that I had written down. That's like well. when the two people are like make on their walk to the gallows. Like, we can get out of here. Like they got the noose around the neck, or the, like they got the 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 blade coming down to chop the head off. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, we can make a break for it. Like. Our luck's going to turn. Bengals are fucked. Um, Bills and Dolphins. Is anybody on it? No. I'm going to take the Bills at home. I'm going to take the Bills at home. Minus two and a half. The Patriots kind of showed you the blueprint on how to stop the Dolphins, how to bracket those receivers. One thing with the Dolphins, the Bengals just couldn't exploit it because they were down 75 points in the fucking blink of an eye. You can run the football on the Dolphins. I think we see James Cook have a good game here. We saw Eckler and Josh Kelly run it down the Dolphins' throat. I think we see James Cook have a good game, establish the run. They've got weapons. This is an important game, divisional game. Josh Allen has historically not played very well against the Dolphins. After the slow start, this is kind of a the Bills, the Bills need it more type of thing, I guess. Uh, but... Home field advantage matters. So I'm taking the Bills minus two and a half. I, the Dolphins are kind of the Cinderella, not the Cinderella, but like the the darling of the league right now. And everybody's super high on the Dolphins and they're exciting to watch. And Waddle and Tyree Kill. I don't know if Waddle's going to come back from concussion protocol. I would imagine he does. Do we think A-Chain and uh, Mostert are going to run for 200 yards a pop for, or eight total touchdowns combined? Don't see it happening again. Uh, it should be much more competitive than what we just saw last week. I'll take the Bills minus two and a half. And then yeah, they had two little cush games after that. Niners, the 49ers versus the Cardinals. Fourteen points. What are your thoughts? Um, the Cardinals should have beat the Giants, and they did beat the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Are the Cardinals sneaky good? 
James Conner is running the ball well. Yeah, he's good. He's been good. He's been like solid for quite a while. Yeah. Um, which way would you lean? I don't know who. I would probably lean lean Arizona. I have a question mark, but I didn't bet it. Uh, my gut says just to lay the points with the Niners. The Cardinals just beat the Cowboys. Like, I don't know. I'm not going to touch it. But I want to take the Niners. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree. You what? This would just be a total guess. I would... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay, I get what you're saying. Um, like, I don't have a strong opinion that I would take the um Cardinals. The, the Cardinals are not supposed to be good. I think right? at Dobbs, it's like... yeah. Exactly, going to be pretty hard against the Niners. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're, he's going to throw some picks. <laughs> so, um, okay. All we have left is locks? Uh, I got one more. Go ahead. Patriots-Cowboys under 42 and a half. I see 43. Under 43. Okay. Um. All right. Locks? Yeah. You want to yeah. lead the way? Yeah. All right. Most important bets of the week. Locks of the week. It's a lock, Kramer. You've had this thing under control for almost three years now. But it's a lock. They need that fucking juice. They need that next bet. They need. Come on, come on. Yes! <laughs> when they win, they go fucking crazy. Ravens at Browns. Browns are two and a half point favorites. I know we talked all that shit about Deshaun Watson, but I love Deshaun Watson. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I'm taking the Browns minus two and a half. I, I don't know, dude. The Ravens, it's kind of looking rough over there. I think the Browns, um, I don't know. They were still able to run the ball even without Chubb, and then they pretty much dominated that game last week. So I think Watson, although we talked that shit, he makes everything look so hard. It is, it is still a benefit to have him be your quarterback. Yeah. That makes sense. I can't get behind you with that one, but I mean, and the Browns are at home. Well, their defense is great, so yeah. Um, my lock of the week, and again, I don't know shit. I'm taking the Giants minus one and a half at home against the Seahawks. Monday Night Football. It's pretty much all I got for you. Secondary of Seattle's not spectacular. Daniel Jones, they paid you a lot of money. It's time to throw the ball to Darren Waller, who also probably got paid a good bit of money. Saquon possibility he's back if he is great if not I'm still I'm still taking the Giants that's really all I got Giants minus one half is my lock of the week they're just going to win should they probably not but they will Joseph what's your lock funny I had both of those written down as question marks I'm not, sounds like you wrote every I'm game down touch them. <laughs> yeah huh? what's going on here? <laughs> Browns minus two and a half written right take them take them no I had Seahawks Giants over 46 and a half question mark written right here. How many um, how many games do you have written down with question marks? 3. I don't know. Bengals Browns Seahawks Giants. It's four games. No, that's 3. Uh my lock of the week is going to be the Vikings minus 3 and a half. Um Vikings will get their first win of the year here. Um, I like the Vikings in this game regardless if it's Andy Dalton, Bryce Young. I don't care. Uh, even though I, I will say I thought Andy Dalton looked pretty pretty decent. Yeah, he did. You're not worried that the Vikings have packed it in? What do you mean packed it in? Like there's rumors. There's 
talk of like, are the Vikings going to trade Kirk Cousins to the Jets? Oh no, He'll and tank there. for Caleb Williams. Oh no, that's the exact reason that Kirk Cousins will throw for 450 yards and five touchdowns this game. Zero chance that happens. Yeah. Brian Burns is going to fuck him in his ass. No, no. Um, I like the Vikings here. Justin Jefferson's going to play. That was uh, from what I saw reported to be cramps. Yeah, I, I noticed week. that right away. Yeah, he was fine. Yeah, he the came back. He came back in the right. game. Oh, yeah, like no, he clearly he's cramping. He came back in the game like they're two, stretching two plays his later. legs. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, what, dude? I'm just saying. I, I what do you want me to do here? I'm trying my best. I don't know. The Browns are still a <laughs> football team. <laughs> are you still trying to sell us on the Browns? Dude, brand? I wanted to take them, but I don't want to fucking take, take all them y'all's picks. You said you love a uh, a home dog, and then you completely lied and took a road favorite. An oh, yeah, o- no, an 0-3 Panthers, road favorite. No, you, no. And you prefaced it with Andy Dalton looked pretty good. No, I'm saying, like, yeah, he did look pretty good. <laughs> and the Vikings de- defense does kind of suck. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no fucking way oh, they don't cover man. this game. There's no way. I can't believe it. Are they... Have has Carolina won yet? No. <laughs> no. You playing with fire, Joseph. Yeah. <laughs> the Vikings have packed it in. I don't think. You had three straight losses all really close. They're like, fuck it. Yeah, what do you think? Cam Akers is gonna come in and save his team? <laughs> <laughs> Madison looked good before he fell. Oh God, Madison stinks. What are you talking about? He was running the ball good. Oh yeah, he only averages lifetime under three yards a carry. Dude, he was trucking people left and right. Yeah, and then trucking the ball on the ground. Well, what was, what um, was his rushing? I think he had like ninety yards oh. and a fumble. Yeah. Subtract fifty I'm yards. Just saying, besides the fumble. Yeah, I don't if know. If the Vikings had Deshaun Watson, I'd take that bet. <laughs> All right, to recap NFL. Um, I hope I have just a fucking undefeated week. Yeah, I hope up. that every goddamn week for myself, not for you, for me. Lions minus one on Thursday night. Bills minus two and a half. Chargers minus five and a half. Bears plus three and a half. Going to London, Jaguars minus three. And my lock of the week, Monday night football, prime time. Giants minus one and a half. I'm going Lions minus one. Jacksonville minus three. Bengals minus two and a half, and my lock of the week is going to be the Browns minus two and a half. I'm going Packers plus one and a half. I'm going Bears plus three and a half. Patriots, Cowboys under 43. Bengals minus two and a half. And lock of the week, Vikings minus three and a half. There you go. That is our best bets of the week for NFL football. Again, until further notice, kind of take these with a grain of salt. Um, I think this is a get right week, but. It's got to be a get-right week or else we're going to be in trouble. Um, but there you go. That is our best bets. Anything to say before we go? Uh, no. Nothing? No. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to say before we go? It's going to be a good week. Hit subscribe. Big Easy Bets TV on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, any social media. Easy to find. Um, and, yeah, just hit the subscribe button, damn it. It takes two seconds. Yeah, it helps us. Uh, but that will do it. Episode 164 is in the books. Y'all have a good one. Who that? The house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. It's been practiced.
practicing this guitar a little bit, and I actually felt like I remember. It was good. I liked it.